What's up, wrestling fans, trading card collectors? Welcome to another episode of Wrestling With Cards, the podcast. I'm your host, Zan Morning. You can check me out all over social platforms at Zan Morning. If you need help with that, link in the show notes. Today's topic is something I'm extremely, extremely passionate about. Many times in hobby discussions, I see people say things about specific cards, such as, oh, that's outside my price range, or, oh, I won't ever be able to find or afford that card. While I also have said some of these things myself from time to time, it's because I don't have the extra capital at that specific moment, or I'm not very liquid on some of the cards that I do have. Not because I think it's impossible. In fact, I think anything truly is impossible if you're willing to put in the hard work, and that's what we're going to talk about today. How you can fund your wrestling collection. But before we get into what I have a feeling will turn into a quasi-motivational speech for you all, here's a few reminders of how you can help support the show. First thing you can do, and it's free, is make sure to subscribe and leave a review to this on whatever popular podcast platform you're listening to. Share it with a friend, wrestling fan, fellow hobbyist. Make sure to check out my YouTube channel of the same name, Wrestling With Cards, for more great video wrestling card content. Check out the other podcasts I'm involved with, Worlds Collide, with myself and Tony Vela. Links to Patreon, links to all my social platforms, links to buying me a coffee. All of those things are available in the show notes. And if you want to participate in any or all of those ways to help support the content, it's greatly appreciated. So for many in the hobby, when you are buying cards and collectibles, it's money from your day job. Most, if not everyone listening to this, probably has some sort of full-time or part-time job to generate income for their living expenses. Maybe you have multiple jobs, but either way, for most, money spent on the hobby comes from that source. I've also noticed that people in the wrestling car community don't necessarily like to ever sell their cards. They seem to be more of the true collectors, which again, absolutely nothing wrong with that. In fact, I think it's one aspect of the wrestling car community that makes it stand out from other segments of the hobby. And another thing is it makes the cards more rare. We all know wrestling cards are lower printed, lower produced. So if these are getting locked up in collections, it makes any cards that you currently have generally more valuable based on that standpoint. And when I say generating money from your day job to spend on the hobby, I'm just not necessarily built that way. So let's start off with this. I'm super, super frugal on pretty much everything in life. I hate spending money on pretty much anything. But that being said, I do understand business economics. I have a great work ethic, an entrepreneurial spirit since I was a little kid. If I ever decided that I want something when I was a kid, whether it's now, I'd go out and take it. Sounds easy, right? Well, not so fast. A lot of work, planning, and determination goes into this. I've talked about this before in previous videos on my YouTube channel and previous podcasts in the, on this show. Again, you can go check out the archives. Lots of great content to view and listen to whichever platform you like, if not both. But when I really got serious about building a, quote, big boy wrestling card collection, I knew I had to get serious with the work. Because I didn't want to use very much, if any, of what I like to call life money on cards and collectibles. So, again, I went to the LCS, I bought what many would consider a junk box of miscellaneous cards 
I can't remember if it was exactly $15. I've spoke about this so much on previous episodes and other people's podcasts that I've been on. I think it was a four or five row box. Uh, $15 again, I was paying fractions of a penny per card by starting out with this giant box. I started selling those cards individually on my eBay store for $0.99 cents a piece, no matter what it was, no matter if I knew it was a popular card, it wasn't a popular card, if it was a sport or a segment of the hobby that I had no clue about, doesn't matter. $0.99 cents a card with $0.55 cent shipping is what I would start posting those at. I would let that money accumulate as I was selling, buy more stuff with that money, rinse, and repeat. Before you knew it, I had enough money to buy some really cool stuff. I remember one of my really big first purchases was a complete set of 82-83 Wrestling All-Stars, which coincidentally came from Matt Cardona for around $700. And you may be asking, Zan, how did you get $700 out of a $15 junk box? Well, I got four letters for you. No, not that four-letter word. My four-letter word is W-O-R-K, work. I was very disciplined. I kept all of the money that I made from selling these 99 cent cards and anything else that I sold in a separate bank account. To add to that, I mentioned anything else I sold. Well, what I started doing is looking around at the house. I got other collectibles. I've got action figures. I've got records. You know, I've got household items that I could get five bucks for. Whatever it is that I felt I could part with and had no emotional attachment to, it went immediately onto the eBay store. Again, taking all of that money, no matter what it was from, buying more boxes of junk cards, buying out people's collections, paying for grading submissions, buying other things on eBay to just flip once I got it in, rinse, repeat, that's how I got where I am. Now I know this way of thinking may not be for everybody and I totally get it, trust me. This sounds like I'm being preachy about this and I, well, I kind of am, but if you don't wanna do anything I'm talking about today, there's just nothing wrong with that. I'm just giving people a perspective. If you're content, with what you can afford, then that's great and more power to you. But if you're one of those people who complains about not having good cards or not being able to afford certain cards, I'm priced out. I hate to be brutally honest, but it's your own fault. Where there is a will, there is a way. And that goes for anything in life. If you're willing to set goals, have the discipline to get those goals, put in the work, you can pretty much get anything you want in life. And that's what I've done, as I said. I hate making excuses about everything, and I hate complaining. Nobody wants to hear that. Instead, I decided to be proactive about the hobby and jump in headfirst and learn as much as I could about every aspect. But time spent buying, selling, sorting, packing up cards, going to the post office, shipping these things, all of those things for me is way more valuable from a life perspective, monetary perspective, fun perspective, and a learning perspective than doing what a lot of people do, scrolling through social media for countless hours, watching Netflix, playing video games, etc. Now, don't get me wrong, I like to do all those things, but my time is prioritized with continuing my hobby journey. I've also learned that you just can't hang on to everything. And I honestly don't want to hang on to everything, to be, you know, forever. Sometimes, even if you're buying and selling lower-end stuff that you really don't care about to fund the things that you do want, you still have to let some PC items go from time to time and just realize that there's nothing wrong with that. I think it's part of an evolving collection and a collector's mindset. Sometimes you come across stuff that you've owned for a while, you no longer have a personal attachment to it or sets that you haven't touched in years, 
And at that point, if you're really not attached to it anymore, you're not looking at it very often, move that thing for some stuff you do want via sell or via trade. Again, trading is an underrated aspect of the hobby that I would I wish more people would take part in. Again, another topic for another day. But just enjoy the card for the time you had it and move on. Well, I know I pretty much hit you over the head today with a lot of information, opinions, a little motivational speaking. I love talking about this stuff, not to boost my ego or say, oh, I can buy and sell stuff. I'm better than everybody else. No, not even close. I do it because I want to help everybody out there listening who are trying to build a collection, no matter if you're into sports cards, action figures, stocks, I don't care. Whatever it is that you're into, I'm just trying to help motivate you to get going on that instead of sitting around making excuses. It's all about perspective. I want to see everybody succeed in the hobby and in life. Sometimes people just need a little boost to get over a certain hurdle, maybe a jump to go in a certain direction. So I hope today I was somehow able to help you do that, whatever that is in your life. If I did bring you some value today, please leave me a review on whatever popular podcast platform you're listening to. Share this all over social platforms. You can tag me. I'd be happy to share that as well. And make sure to check out the show notes for links to my YouTube channel, World's Collide Podcast, Patreon, social platforms, all different ways that you can help support all of my content via monetarily or just continuing to enjoy it for free. I greatly appreciate all of the support. Thanks again for listening. Until next time, keep collecting, keep having fun. We'll see you later.